Here's what you missed on Buck Sexton with America Now. Team, I thought it would be worthwhile to spend a little time on what we could call the history of, of everything, which might become a recurring segment here on the show. But as I'm discussing with you concerns about new technology and what that technology could possibly do to employment and how innovation while we love the increased productivity, the cheaper goods, and the conveniences in our day-to-day life, among a whole bunch of other benefits we could discuss, uh, there are some who become concerned when times change. There are those who worry about what it will mean for them specifically. Uh, you can borrow here the, uh, the old phrase, uh, I believe it's from Keynes himself, that in the long run we're all dead. Uh, so some people might be willing to say, sure, uh, we don't necessarily oppose technology as an idea or even a specific technology for what it does. We're just worried about what it will do uh, to our day-to-day lives or to our employment more specifically. Uh, this has been a concern that has existed for a long time. In fact, a couple hundred years ago, at the beginning of the, tw- of the 19th century, uh, so around 1812, 1813, you saw what became known as the Luddite riots or the Luddite rebellion. Um, let's talk about Luddites, a little history of this on our Friday here. Uh, they are the original, or I should say at least thought of as the original technophobes. Uh, they were the rage uh, at the mechanical age, at the onset of the Industrial Revolution, this group of British uh, textile workers were involved in a series of uprisings, uh, riots, uh, a kind of uh, coordinated mini-rebellion of sorts um, that has also become a little exaggerated, and this is where we get the term uh, Luddite today, which is just anyone who's opposed to progress and technology, right? You say, oh, I, I hate cell phones. I'm a, I'm a Luddite. I like the old-fashioned rotary phone. Or uh, I, I had a, a teacher, for example, who refused to use, this was maybe a decade ago, but refused to use a laptop, still used a typewriter. I would say that he took comfort in his Luddite ways. Um, but a Luddite, as a term, is is interesting because it's really based on an apocryphal figure, uh, a, a fake figure, Ned Ludd, who never really existed. Uh, Ned Ludd, who later on would become known as Captain or King Ludd or even General Ludd, uh, was somebody that was made up. He was really an anti, uh, anti-technology anti boogeyman, uh, supposedly lived in Nottingham Forest, just like the fictional Robin Hood. And uh, people said, when they looked for some more realistic uh, background of Ned Ludd, he might have been a couple of decades before the Luddite riots. Uh, They thought that maybe there was a guy named Ludd, uh, or this was the fiction, I should say, that there was a a guy named Ludd in the city of uh, Leicester. Um, And supposedly he was told that he wasn't doing a good job uh, knitting, and his boss got on his case and so he got angry. This Ludd character got angry and destroyed uh, destroyed the mechanism he was using uh, in order to do his job as, a, as, as somebody working in textiles. Uh, so he destroyed that. And that was what they seized on to create this, to conjure this character of 
uh, Ned Ludd or, or King Ludd, who lived in Sherwood Forest like Robin Hood. He was, uh, and it, it, he was really a, a social justice warrior before, we, before anyone used the term. But the Luddite Rebellion is a little more complicated than is often thought of, because now Luddite is just this term for anyone who is afraid of technology, who has uh, concerns about what it will do to their, their industry. Uh, at the beginning of the 19th century, there was a lot of uh, economic turmoil and British working families in the textile industry, uh, w- which was widespread in, in parts of England, uh, parts, of the, uh, parts of Britain, they were concerned about their ability to maintain wages. This really was a, an organized labor protest before that was a term that was uh, thrown around and, and used. Um, and by the way, families would go hungry. I mean, there was no welfare state, so concerns over the future of one's industry and business weren't just a, a function of whether wages were high enough, but it was uh, a question, in some cases, of, of survival for these families. And there had been a lot of taxation from the British government to support the wars against, uh, the war against Napoleon, uh, and, and poverty was widespread and and, you know, this was something that was fertile ground for a movement that just decided to take uh, force into its hands and uh, lash out against this perception of exploitation. Because the truth is that the textile industry, uh, as it was getting going, as there were more improvements in it, um, the, the Luddites uh, or the people that were part of the Luddite Rebellion weren't opposed to using the new technology they were destroying the technology as a form of protest they were destroying the uh, machinery that made the textile work much easier and more efficient um, so that 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 it was it was a protest it it wasn't that they refused to use it and they were worried that after uh, developing years of a a skill set that was applicable to their job that they could be replaced with less skilled labor. So it's not it's not that they hate technology. This wasn't some uh, desire for technological regression so much as it was social upheaval that came uh, from the increase of this technological, uh, well, the, the increase in technology that meant that you didn't need to be quite as trained. And of course, then also there were concerns about exploitation by the uh, labor bosses. And th- this was all uh, as well, part of the grist for the mill, so to speak, of what would become the Marxist socialist movement and the uh, proletariat versus the bourgeoisie. And it, with the Industrial Revolution, you saw a much greater focus on that conflict between worker and owner, between the, the bourgeois and the proletariat, uh, and class struggle in, in a new context, right? It was no longer the class struggle between feudal lords and serfs. It was the class struggle between the owners in the cities and owners of the industrial uh, factories and the workers. Uh, so Luddites were at the early stage of that. And there were some uh, very real uh, fights that broke out as, as a result of this. Um, there, over about a 70-mile part of northern England, uh, there were protests that would go on and they weren't just protests, there were riots. I mean, they would smash and destroy factories. And sometimes they would, they would set factories on fire. Uh, in one of the worst incidents in 1812, there were about 2,000 protesters 
that surrounded a mill uh, near the city of Manchester. Uh, but the Luddites got the worst end of it. They were fired on by the owner's security guards, uh, and three were killed and 18 were wounded. Uh, and then the next day in clashes, five more were killed. So there were sometimes exchanges of gunfire between defenders of mills in places like Yorkshire um, and, and Manchester with the Luddites. But overall, this was a, a destructive protest movement, um, and they were often attacking the stocking frame, uh, which was a, a knitting machine. So that was, one of the, that was one of the tools that they were most concerned about. Um, and th- that was not that they didn't want to use it at all, but it's that they were worried, again, that they could be, their wages would be undercut and they would have no bargaining power against the owners and that their families would be out in the cold and there was nothing that they could do about it. Um, by the way, Luddite is really a form of uh, saboteur. And what's interesting to me is that the term uh, saboteur or sabotage has some, some interesting uh, origins here, right? Because the, the Luddites were sabotaging machinery. In fact, the term itself, sabotage, comes from a, a term in French, saboteur, sabotage, these are French words that the, that the English adopted. Uh, from ar- around the same period, uh, they, would, uh, ca- they, they would refer to sabotage as using a wooden shoe that people would wear, the sabot. Um, and it also has uh, similarities with a term that some of you may know is a, a savate. Uh, savate means, well, savate is actually a form of French martial art, believe it or not, that involves uh, lots of kicking. And so that's where you get, so you get the term sabotage from French comes from, a, and saboteur comes from the old French word sabot, which is a wooden shoe. And the etymology is a, is a little unclear, but people have at least been told for a long time, this is disputed, that the workers in the early days of the Industrial Revolution would throw their sabot, their shoe, into machinery and it would mess up the machinery and then they could go home. And this was a a form of protest as well. Um, And that's how we get the term. And it's from the Middle French. Sabot is from Middle French savat, which is old shoe. And savat is also S-A-V-A-T-E, is a French martial art um, that is boxing with some high-kicking uh, into it as well. Who knew the, fr- the French have their own martial arts system? Uh, believe it or not, my friend. So, and anyway, I wanted to give you a little background on the uh, Luddite rebellion. I thought you might find Like us on Facebook. Just search Buck Sexton.